0: So you're moving in March. Damn, that's and are you gonna just you know take how
1: how much bigger is it from your current apartment? Uh, Meaning how much
0: furniture are you gonna have to buy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so right now I'm in a three and a half, which is basically like one bedroom apartment, um, and the new condo will be a two bedroom apartment. So a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. but you know, not not going crazy. <laughs> Here, still very much living that downtown life so you know hey i mean that's um, i live in a (laughs) two-bedroom right now so but i think it'll be nice like i will have a separate office finally from the bedroom so that'll be pretty awesome uh it's been like the whole process of making those decisions has been fun but also incredibly stressful um because obviously the benefit of buying off of like a plan is that you get to literally choose everything
0: like like material of the, flo- the floor the walls the
1: yeah um and that also includes where the outlets are
0: <laughs> oh my god um, there's a blessing and a curse yeah, yeah
1: i can like i <laughs> if i wanted to i could like you know remove walls like i can do whatever i want like how many how many light fixtures do you need you know like how many holes do we put like do you want to have a a thing so you can pass the cables through from your tv so your tv is hung on the wall or not do you want like a little plug so if you ever want to have the remote controlled uh blinds do you want this do you want that like how many plugs do you need right like it's like all these things um, yeah. and of course, you know, they have some kind of default set of options. Um,
0: it's like those, like the Sims, you can make your character or just like pick one of the kind three, of, I mean, like default. Yeah. I, I mean,
1: it's not like quite like that because you, obviously you start with what's there and then you build on top. So you never really start mm-hmm. from zero, but, um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It just like. Death by a thousand cuts, so many decisions to make that at a certain point you're just like, "Eh, whatever, (laughs) I don't know, I don't care. Um, and it's also not like they present you with all the options, like, there's a lot of things where you just gotta ask, and then you ask, and they're like, yeah, of course, yeah, we can totally do that. Um, and I also get it. Like you, like you can't really blame them because it's like, well, you can you could literally do anything. Like if you really want and have enough money, um, so they can't just like have like, you know, fourteen hours of of meetings to figure that stuff out. Oh, by the way, like they make you make pretty much all the decisions in a single three hour meeting. <laughs> so at the end of the three hours you're kind of like oh my goodness (laughs) but but that's fine like that's that whole process all behind me um i've also managed to kind of extend a little bit some of my time on some stuff Uh, just like i will get back to you on these things um so but anyways like i feel pretty confident about my decisions but also, I'm such a visual person. Like, I'm the kind of person that, you know, when I... Okay, so, wait. I have to start from, from the beginning for the story. So, I'm someone who makes my own posters that I put in my house. Um, so, like, a ba- right, basically, like, all of the artwork that is in here has been made by me. Um, and I'm the kind of person that, like, I will be designing the, the posters and the like where the frames will be and then i take pictures of like the wall of my apartment and then i photoshop the (laughs) the posters into them before printing the posters just to be sure that (laughs) this is actually turning out how i want it um So you can imagine that this is a very very different um, process yeah. that, I'm, that I'm used to for everything else. So and you know you can try to do like do the 3D models of everything and and whatever, but that's that's just too much. So anyway, so so far I've decided on all the basics, so all the fundamental materials, um, the floors, the kitchen cabinets, the you know the sink, the like the faucets, like the the shower dinguses, like all all <sighs> the things. Um, wow! Well, so I would be paralyzed. It is so hard. Like you have no idea. It's it's so fun, and I feel privileged. Like this is the first time I get to do this. Like it is like really cool, but it's also like oh my god, I have to live with this for for a while. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like I can't be happy with my website for a year. I know. Like, <laughs> no.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whoa. So Oof, okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I've been I've been also preparing myself, right? Because it's like you're if you're like looking forward to something for like the past like 2 to 3 years. Like you sort of like build up this it's like very easy I find to build up this like perfect image of like what the dream like place will be and i've already been like t- toning down the expectations of like look it's <laughs> not gonna be perfect like you're gonna be disappointed like just just think about think about it as like a delta compared to where you are now like all the things that will <laughs> be nicer and like there's there's a lot of things that i don't love about this apartment because i didn't make the choices but i live with them and it's fine like i'm like already preparing myself for like oh god i'm even gonna have a list of, of things <laughs> i want to change uh but anyways
0: that's something that it's on my bucket list like i will i think i would love to take on that project but i i have total like i'm aware that that would be a huge project in my life like that will take a lot of energy out of me energy and time for me to even yeah. think about that but because i'm not there yet like i'm right now i'm really i'm super grateful to like pick the place that ha- was mostly furnished in like right. in, in the style is like you know what i'm okay your place with it. looks like, amazing I, I, like it look it looks it's like it looks i think i i like how it looks i am really happy with yeah. it but, uh I suspect that, like if I had total control and i would would like you know pick every piece of furniture from scratch, I probably wouldn't arrive here ever
1: ah, so it's like
0: it's not it's it's not my style, but it's a style that I really like mm. does that make sense?
1: Oh okay, interesting, yeah, 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 I get that, yeah, there's a lot of things that it's like oh, I like like that's nice, but I would not get this like this is not necessarily like my uh, feels like my yeah
0: like, style. like like like. Your website. Your website. I think it looks <laughs> bomb. It looks awesome. Would you like to have that as my website? Yeah, yeah. I would love to have that. I, I think it looks, it's, it's incredible. Would I do that? No. Like, I wouldn't design Oh,
1: uh, that okay. Way. That's slightly because different than what I was thinking.
0: Yeah. Like, it's, uh, I appreciate it. I like it. I, I, I love it. But it's something that it's, I don't have it in me to get there. Mm. You know?
1: Whatever. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. No, I think yeah, that's it's, fair. It's interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that, too. Well, for me, like you're just you're just like that sounds great, but I'm not willing to put whatever like effort or like substitute whatever thing you feel like it takes to create that or do that. Um, I was like, yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of happy going a different direction. Um, or like sometimes there there's some stuff that that even looking at like different materials of like some some choices of materials, you're like oh my gosh, this looks so nice, but it's so hard to like maintain. And I'm just kind of like, that's my floor. (laughs) See? Okay. Yeah. So that, that's like one of the, one of the things where you're just like, that is really nice. And my goodness, like every time you go to like, I don't know if it's a friend or whatever that like has this, this kind of floor or whatever, you're like, damn, Mm -hmm. that floor is really nice. But then you're like, but would Mm -hmm. I choose that? Like, that it seems like, for me, I'm not willing to, like, make that that trade-off that that person might be willing to make.
0: So, the floor that I have, I can't... I don't know enough about this to tell you, like, the detailed type of wood. But what I know is, like, it's, like, a natural, mm. non-processed, like, wood. Okay. Which looks beautiful, but then, like, you can't, you know, drop a single drop of water on it. Oh, no. And you can't... Like, you'll get damaged. <gasps> like, and you have to do a lot of... Like, so you have to wash it, like, almost, like, dry... And and you have to apply like a coating of not wax but like some protective layer okay. um, to like hydrate oh, the god. wood. <laughs> it's it takes it's a while, but like every every once in a while something happens. Something I don't know. I spill something, or uh, Zoe decides to puke, or because cats <laughs> do that, or something. Yeah, and I'm like, uh,
1: j- just so that the listeners know, Zoe is not the name of your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thank you I just want to clarify thank that. you for <laughs> yeah that's
0: my cat <laughs> okay. yeah, Deborah sometimes also I'm just kidding no so it's you know it's, it's one of those things like I think it looks beautiful it looks great but I would not pick it you know because it's just a lot of maintenance and a lot of like stress and anxiety right. like oof, nothing can happen because and it's not even my own apartment mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah, that also makes me think. So uh, this this week, I've been in Toronto. Now I'm back in Montreal, but uh, earlier in the week, I was in Toronto, and uh, we did some merchant visits. So we often do that, like where either when we're traveling or we're even when we're in Montreal, um, we just take like a day or so um, and go and visit different merchants that are using Shopify, and just kind of get their general thoughts and get to see what their business is like and what they do and how they think about the world and that kind of stuff and that just helps us kind of be more in tune with their needs Mm -hmm. uh, and hopefully make better products for them and uh, one of the merchants that we visited in toronto uh, was this this really cool store who sells these japanese knives and they're just like so nice like you just like hold them like you can feel like it has like a the nice weight, weight uh has like yeah. the i'm I'm like a sucker for walnut, so like the like nice like walnut handle, the like little engraving in the blade and everything. Um, and then we were talking to, um, the guy that was there, uh, and he was like telling us all about this, like in like the process in which it gets created and like, it was, you know, like trying to like, uh, get us to like obsess over like the feel. And we were like trying to like cut through things and like compare this with some other knife and like, Oh yeah, I can kind of see like a bit of a difference <laughs> or whatever. Um, but then like these knives require so much maintenance. It's like, oh, yeah, like, this oh, knife no. doesn't want to be wet. So, like, <laughs> as you're, like, <laughs> you, like, you have to wipe it immediately <laughs> like, after you you wash it or have some, some water on it or something like that. You obviously can't, like, put this in the dishwasher. Like, it needs, uh, I forget how much he said, like, he said, like, every... Something like every other month or something like that, like needs to be professionally like taken care of or whatever. And it's just like this sounds so nice. Like I just I love and appreciate the object, you know. And like this is great. That is over my line. I don't think I can care for this knife. (laughs) This just seems like more work than having a child. (laughs) Like
0: the I draw the line uh, in like I will hand wash it like I won't put it in the dishwasher right yeah that's, and I think for which, most, which I think you have to do with every knife yeah,
1: yeah for yeah, most every, actual knives you have to do have that yeah. yeah
0: So um, but that's like where I draw the line anything other than that my dad gave me um, offered me a very nice like cutting board but you know like a small cutting board for cheese and stuff mm. um, like oh nice thanks man and he's <laughs> like yeah so just uh, apply a little bit of olive oil and then just rub it on both sides yep. maybe every, like once a week Oh, I'm like, what? Thanks, I hate it. Like, Thanks, I hate it. I, so don't, I, ha- I don't know if that's. You don't, to have, do to, that often, you don't but... have
1: to do that. I have one and I do oh, it. Oh, yeah, I haven't. Like, I, maybe once that. every <laughs> six months. Like, I only do it when it starts feeling a little bit washed out. But uh-huh. other than that, it's fine. At least. Maybe you just. And it's also, it's also like a cutting board. <laughs> like that's also, at, at least that's my philosophy with the cutting board. <laughs> I try to be, I like, I don't go crazy with, like, you know, huge like knife marks like into the wood but also i'm like look the functionality of this is supposed to be the place where you cut things so (laughs) even if there are cutting marks like eh, that's that's kind of part of it yeah um all right so okay
0: i got another question uh since you're um handpicking like almost everything about this apartment um how smart is it going to be like are you thinking about that
1: how smart is it going to be? Very smart is the answer. Very smart. <laughs> uh, okay. No, so, well, that's actually going to be a step that's going to happen.
0: My house is like the <laughs> smartest in the class.
1: <laughs> uh, you know. Um, so that step is going to happen after I move in, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, because, well, this is something I discovered, there, there is this whole world... Of home automation stuff. What? What do you mean? So, this is a world that has existed before HomeKit, okay? Wise. <laughs> and this is not a life you wanna live, okay? This is a world where everything costs a hundred times what you think it should cost. <laughs> and where, like, <laughs> you have to, you have like touch screens stuck to a wall and things that plug in weird outlets and you have intercoms and all of that garbage and so basically it's like and and then like at least for my condo building they're like oh yeah we partner with this like fancy schmancy company that will like handle your home automation for you. And it's like, no, you do not want that. Like, I just, I just want the simple thing that I can, that integrates with all the devices I have. Um, and so therefore I can't, or at least I, it's better if I do that stuff myself. So, right. Um, we can I I mean, there's probably like many shows worth of, of stuff that we can talk about, like for the automation stuff. I will yeah, like and like we,
0: we can juice out a lot of content out of this. We can
1: we can do a, we can do a lot of updates. Like and that's not because I just don't want to talk about it, but because I don't know yet. <laughs> like a lot of it is just what I think I'm gonna do, but I'm right. sure it's not gonna be as easy. But so so far what I'm planning, obviously that's the number one is all the lights need to be dimmable and controllable by siri my preferred method of choice is the lutron stuff so i changed mm-hmm. like the actual outlet or the, the switch uh the switch Yeah, sorry thing. the switch not the light bulb and i know this is a trade-off i'm trading off being able to change the colors which i wish i could do but it is really important to me that i still have access to a switch uh and i don't know i don't want to be like sticking something to, to my wall as a secondary switch so those will all be um yeah the lutron switches which like i have i have a lot of them here already so i'm just like taking them with me um and you might ask like oh like that requires to do some electricity related work and uh, my answer to this is my dad's taking care of it <laughs> So, he's my he's my electrician. Uh he's installed all the ones I have here in my house. Um and so we'll have a party and then we'll be installing all the all the switches together in the <laughs> new place. Um I also so the new place is has a lot of light. Um and like natural light, you mean. Yeah, lots of natural light. Uh and it's like huge window. It's like a it's like a corner apartment, so I have windows on, like, both sides. And I also have windows kind of on the back. Anyways, lots of windows. Um, so I absolutely know that I want some smart shades that, like, can turn on, uh, up and down, basically, automatically at certain times of day and can be, like, remotely controlled. I have heard that Lutron also makes those. Um I don't know how much these things cost. I don't know how easy it is to install or anything like that. We will see. Uh, And I have like huge, like super long panes of glass. Like, so I don't know. We'll see how well this will.
0: I can, uh, you can probably, you should talk to Sam because he just got a new place and he's also been.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm going to be with him in a couple of days. Actually, I think I saw the, the Instagram story. Yeah, I think I'll. Yeah, yeah I'll sh- he's been I'll really into a it, isn't it. So that's interesting. Um, okay. And then so in terms of like to go back to your, fir- your first question, I think. Oh, actually, wait, let me complete on automation. Is there anything else on automation? So I have, I have a HomePod right now, planning to continue using the HomePod. One thing I don't know, like this place is going to be bigger. I'm not sure if I will need a second HomePod to like cover the whole place. Um, no. We'll see.
0: I don't know. I, this is like the worst timing uh, purchase uh, ever, but I'm also getting a HomePod next week.
1: Wait, you already have one, right? So you're getting a second one?
0: No, no. I never got one. What? How? Because <laughs> uh, cause, uh, cause I got a bunch of uh, Google Homes and I have a Sonos speaker. So and... so
1: what's making you get a, get a HomePod finally?
0: Google Home is getting worse. Uh. Since, like... like it, a lot worse. Huh, <laughs> like, really? Noticeably. How Yeah, come? like noticeably. I don't know. It's just like weird. I haven't changed my, like how I use it. I haven't changed how I pronounce, you know, commands or whatever. But it's just getting dumber or like <laughs> not understanding. Like If I say, uh, timer, five minutes. Uh, I know about the good morning routine. To set it up, open your app <laughs> or somewhere. Like what, what? And then it's just... Mm it's 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 getting annoying and when i initially bought into this smart speaker business um i lived in a diff- very different apartment like the apartment had a very different layout right. in where i wouldn't like i had a lot of small rooms yeah
1: i remember uh yeah. right
0: so like one really good speaker like it wouldn't uh, it was not worth it cuz i didn't have large enough room for that speaker to fill the room or whatever, what I really could use is just a bunch of small speakers. So, so I have mm-hmm. whatever. So for the apartment I had, Google Home, a bunch of inexpensive smaller Google Homes, just to cover the whole apartment. That 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 was probably that was the the best side, best decision. I yeah. think. But now this apartment is very different, and now I like I could use a better speaker. Um, also because I ever since I got, I set up the homebridge thing in the Raspberry Pi. Um, I just brought a lot of other smart things to the HomeKit, you know, uh, home ecosystem, like the thermostat, the Nest thermostat, um, and like the you know Dyson fan, even the LG mm. thing. I, ca- I can talk about that later. Um, so now I guess uh, the HomePod would also be a bit more compelling right. uh, in Siri in general. So I'm still, like I'm still, the one thing I will miss is like I, I-, I think it's just one of those um uh, quality of life improvements to have a small inexpensive speaker in the like in the shower um that is, just <laughs> that is one of the so interesting
1: ever. i have never done this before
0: i know but once you have music in the shower ah oh, it just can't really? go back and so like i have a google home mini in the in the shower how
1: long are you in there um, though
0: <laughs> probably longer than i have to because i have freaking music in the shower.
1: <laughs> oh Okay, wait, wait, wait. So tell tell me about your shower <laughs> your shower routine. <laughs> this, after all, like
0: because my shower dingus is a good <laughs> one, you know. So I don't have to.
1: <laughs> after all, uh, layout is is known for our shower talk. Um, mm-hmm. So you you like get into your to your bathroom and then you're like, hey, dingus, play some music. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a special shower playlist?
0: <laughs> I do not. I do okay, not. So- I have a I have a bunch of like go to artists and stuff, but. No maybe I should uh, yeah it should work.
1: <laughs> okay, fair, fair enough. and then you you find you can actually hear it from the mini even under the shower Yeah,
0: is surprisingly well. Yeah. like
1: uh, I, I mean, have a mini your
0: expectations. I could actually try it. you try it, yeah, try it. Do set you set it up like close How
1: mm-hmm. good is your your fan in your bathroom?
0: uh you mean it like not making it super steamy?
1: yeah. Because my bath here, like any kind of ventilation product in this apartment <laughs> is horrible and basically doesn't work. <laughs> um, so it's extremely mm-hmm. steamy in there.
0: Yeah. So let's say if I usually don't close the door, mm-hmm. it may sound weird, but. I mean, no, it doesn't. No, no, does no, it decided, doesn't. I also. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so if I don't close the door, it, it's not too okay. bad. I mean, it depends on how hot the water is and like if it's me or Debs, because Debs takes a shower with
1: the water. Like way too hot, but okay, that is also me, discussion.
0: so <laughs> okay, <laughs> I like
1: it real hot, uh
0: anyway. I'm not judging. <laughs> but uh, so if you close the door, it gets super steamy. And I don't know if you... I assume you're asking this because... Um, like if it would just damage the speaker. Yeah, worse.
1: like... I mean, obviously the, the Google Mini is, is pretty small. Or pretty small and like inexpensive. So it's...
0: Yeah, that that's the yeah, thing.
1: Yeah, it's like ideally you wouldn't damage it. But then if you do, it's like, oh, yeah. well.
0: <laughs> I don't want to name names. But let's just say that I stayed at... Um, Someone that we both know. Of Marshall, this place. <laughs> um, I'm not naming names. It's not. Uh, uh, Sam. <laughs> but they have like a like a full on Sonos, like the the big Sonos speaker in the bathroom, like in the shower. <laughs> really? Um, you know, I would not, I would not buy a Sonos to right. in the shower, but but that's the thing with Google Home Mini. I was like, eh, I mean, even if it breaks, yeah, it's like what's the worst? What are we talking about? Happen? Like a twenty euro expense, you know? So it's 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 fine. So I've been looking. If I want to replace Google Home thing here with HomePod, um, that, the shower one, would be the one that I would uh, miss. Mm. And I've been looking around for just AirPlay 2 small speakers, you know, AirPlay 2 compatible. Because then I, I think I can create like a speaker group in HomeKit. So if I say play in the apartment, it would play or play in the bathroom. In the shower, it would still play there. Yeah. I guess it wouldn't have... I couldn't talk back to the speaker, but... I've been hearing that the HomePod is really good at picking up uh, voice commands. So maybe you could still hear me through the shower noise.
1: (laughs) So one thing that I found with HomePod and generally most of Apple's stuff is that Mm. like even the HomePod, the HomePod is is like the best device to hear you, but you kind of have to face it. Like, mm, like, you can say something in the same volume. If you're facing the HomePod, it'll hear you no problem. If you turn your back to it, it just won't necessarily, like, understand you. You'll have to, like, raise your voice a little bit more.
0: Do you think that it's because it can't really pick up your voice if you, you know, face some other way? Or is it smart enough to know that you're not facing it? So you probably don't want to...
1: Yeah, I think they're, they're try. trying to do some kind of directional thing where it's, like, mm. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but, like, trying to measure, like, how the sound travels to it or something like that. Mm. And I think that's what, well, like, that's what improves the, like, the its recognition. So, like, when you're mm. actually, like, not facing it, I feel like it performs a lot more like a Google Home kind of thing. I mean, and your mileage mm. may vary. Like, also something, I don't know if I'm crazy. I might be crazy, but... I I feel like the HomePod is a product that benefits from being uh, rebooted every now and then. <laughs> and I like I know what you're probably going to say, just like your laptop, but I don't believe in rebooting my laptop. But Yeah, <laughs> come on. But, but
0: a reboot a day keeps Mac cleaner
1: away. Uh the HomePod, I find that like there's just some days where it just seems like Siri doesn't understand you at all. It's just like oh. you have to be screaming out for, for it to understand you. And then you pull the plug, you pl- plug it again, and then it's like it's like you're um you know, you're you're like making sure that it's disciplined. You're like you're it's it's kinda like a dog. Wow. Right? You're like, <laughs> like
0: Siri, Siri Yeah <laughs> Listen to me.
1: <laughs> it, it's like you're gonna go in the corner for <laughs> for 30 seconds (laughs) while you get rebooted um and then and then it's back uh (laughs) so anyways okay your mileage may vary i still recommend the homepod i use it all the time constantly it's i mean it is exactly what you'd expect i think Uh,
0: i am uh i am conscious that like you'll be i'll I'll still have trade-offs and i don't expect the, the homepod and especially siri to be perfect um it's just uh you know i think my life has changed a little bit uh since when i made this decision initially and i think now the set of trade offs have has shifted to the other side yeah um another thing i didn't mention is because i have the sonos whatever the name is beam i think uh with airplay too hmm. um like i could have you know both both the humpod and sonos play like at the same time like, multi room thing um, and that would like totally fill the whole apartment. And right now, it's like, do I want to effectively play on that half of the house <laughs> with with home with uh, Google or this half with Apple mm-hmm. Music and Sonos? And it's it's always still a trade off, right? So, anyway,
1: yeah, um, it is what it is. And I I'm also totally in support of you um, getting a HomePod because you buying a HomePod will inevitably <laughs> trigger a new HomePod <laughs> to come out. So I know,
0: but <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, he, here's the thing. I I I I started by saying that it's the the worst timing, you know, of a purchase ever. Um, I because it's been what a year or two years since it came out. I forget. It's been it a has while. To be two
1: years, um, it came out at the same time wow. as the AirPods. Did it? No, similar similar time. That was
0: with the iPhone. What ten? I forget. Yeah, I forget.
1: probably iPhone ten.
0: I don't know. Um, so but I was like. I I knew that Apple uh, had some kind of a presence at CES this year. So I'm Mm. like, oh, so maybe they'll announce something. Maybe I I wasn't expecting them to announce a new HomePod, but maybe plans or maybe whatever. Uh, That didn't happen. And um, all of the rumors that I hear about HomePod is that they're coming out probably with like a a cheaper, smaller version. Mm -hmm. Um, And that wouldn't really interfere with the... The OG HomePod? Right.
1: Like, this is going to be your, your bathroom HomePod.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and also, like, I can't... They don't sell HomePods in the Netherlands. Oh. So, I can't make an impulse buy. <laughs> I'm, for me to I'm get sure a HomePod... i can smuggle I would, one
1: over for you. Uh,
0: well, I'll smuggle it myself because I could either go to Germany, they sell it there... Mm. Um, Or I could go to the US, which I am going to the US in exactly, like, less than 48 hours. So, perfect. <laughs> uh, the, the plan is to get one there.
1: Okay. Cool. Nice. Yeah, and for what it's worth, like, I'm, I don't know that the HomePod needs an update, right? Like, I feel like mm. the HomePod is fine. Like, what could get a lot better is just Siri. Siri,
0: yeah. And to be fair, HomePod, uh, mostly Siri, but... It got a lot of uh, new functionality, yeah. new features from you know throughout you know through software updates and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. Have you used that new? I forget if they call it handoff or whatever. Where if you're playing something on your phone, you mm-hmm. just tap it or whatever. So, you know, uh,
1: I it's it is there. I don't think I have used it. Um, mm-hmm. so. Actually, I mean I need to do some testing. I think it only works with the music app. Um and I,
0: uh, I've no. no, I I'm well, I'm not sure if it works with every like system audio, I but guess... I know that it works especially with podcasts and um uh, I don't know. I, I I I thought it it works. It's it's effectively the same as going control center then let you know the mm-hmm. sound source and picking homebot. I think it's just a shortcut okay. to do that.
1: Yeah, then maybe I could it, like, I don't know. It's just I'm typically listening to podcasts uh, when I get home. And then typically by the time I get home, I just then play music. Um, so I just and and my, the way like where my home HomePod is, it's like a little bit in a weird corner (laughs) so i kind of have to like make my way over to the home pod um, Mm, which is like slightly inconvenient but i've used it a couple times and it works great like i have no problem getting it to to show up and stuff i've only tried it with the music app as you can tell um but um yeah no it's 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 been good they've also added the uh, multiple voices support right um
0: how successful is that do you feel like-
1: so, it's it's both, uh, good and also slightly annoying for certain things. So, well, where it's good, um, it's it's good for at recognizing people at least, like between me and my boyfriend, it's able to successfully like, you know, determine who's saying what. Um, okay, and it's kind of interesting, like, so he doesn't have. Yeah, he doesn't have like his the personal request stuff turned on because he just like clearly doesn't care about home pod <laughs> in that way. Um,
0: like, he's a normal person. That's what. He's
1: yeah, saying. just like a normal <laughs> person. Um, and then I do, and then so I've like had him ask like, "What's on my calendar?" or whatever. And then when Siri doesn't recognize a person, uh, Siri responds, "Who is speaking?" <laughs> and then. And, and then, like, if if he says like his name, uh, then it will say like, oh, I'm sorry, like you don't have personal requests. Turn on on your phone, like go to the, you know, the home app to right. to figure that out. Um, and then if he says Kevin, it'll send me a notification on my phone and say, say, hey, um, someone's like making a request. Do you want to authorize that? Yeah. <laughs> Because it's like it's, yeah, which is like really good, you know. It's it's like telling yeah, 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 yeah. me that like someone's trying to do that. I can authorize it for like the single time, or I can just be like, hey, stop. You know, <laughs> I don't know, trying to read my emails or, or whatever, but uh, <laughs> not that this will ever happen in, in our house. Um, so that's good. Um, the one aspect in which it's annoying is I have a couple like shortcuts. That, like, do stuff around the house. that Don't just, like, change the lights. Um, mm. So, like, I have one that, like, changes the lights and, like, starts some music. And there's a couple, like, little things. Um, and because it's a shortcut, it's only... I, I'm the only one who can say it. So I would have to, like, set up a shortcut in his phone as well. So that he's able to say it.
0: I thought shortcuts and again I don't have a home I don't know. But I thought shortcuts run on your phone. They just like hand off the output yes, to the home Yes, Exactly. Alarm, right?
1: Okay. But it's doing the same the same thing of like Siri asks like who's who's asking? Interesting. And okay. then it's like doing the weird like round trip. And it's kind of you know, <laughs> removes the it's like the point when you're asking Siri to do something is to not have to pull out your phone to do it. So Right. So yeah, that's the one little gotcha maybe there's some kind of trickery you can do to have HomePod still execute certain shortcuts or something or maybe there's Mm. a different way to set them up i don't know but um, so that's been the only downside so far i'd be down
0: to maybe have a show uh, in where we just go over some of this stuff like what kind of shortcuts we use and because i've been diving slowly a bit more into Mm. it and even like i think i guess we could include the experience experience of setting up Homebridge on Raspberry Pi and like also oh yeah, s- I'd love to hear about that uh, actually
1: because like one thing you mentioned is uh, your uh, Nest is mm-hmm. like HomeKit compatible now, right? Um, I like that's one aspect I don't even know what the the that situation is in my new condo. <laughs> I have zero, literally zero mm. knowledge or information about this. Um, so I don't know if this is something I will be able to change, if the one that will be there by default will be HomeKit compatible. <laughs> like, I'll also, I also have heating and I have AC. Um, how are these things going to work? So, yeah, I'll definitely be curious to hear about HomeBridge because I feel like I might have to do something like that at some point.
0: Yeah, uh, sure, we can talk about it. I mean, spoilers, it's been pretty good like there's a couple things you just you can notice that aren't are native mm. um like just hacky uh but again we can talk about that and the limitations of homekit and stuff because like i can have my lgtv right now connected to homekit through homebridge and it's definitely not like official because <laughs> like Whatever, I'm not spoiling the thing. But mm. like, if you if you want to have a home kid in- integration, something can be either a light or a switch. Mm. Um, because the switches is on off. Oh know, uh,
1: yeah. I was gonna say on the topic of TVs, this show is really mm-hmm. going all, all over the place. But uh, <laughs> is this a show? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah i, I uh so. 40 um, minutes and sh- it better we, be we, ha- we had an actual topic but i don't know if we'll have time to get uh-huh. to it uh, maybe next episode maybe. stay tuned oh. uh, yeah, this is our show we can do it uh, <laughs> yeah um but so my tv is like the old lg right so it doesn't get like the new stuff and it, so it's is it so a, it's not a home kit 2008 uh, i mean i think
0: 2018? so I've, i forget 17? yeah i
1: think so Um, anyways it's like so complicated like which TVs get updates which ones don't but anyways I don't have it's not HomeKit compatible in any kind of way neither is mine Uh, however there's I have an Apple TV that's connected to it and so with the latest I guess tvOS and HomePod updates I can ask Siri to turn on and turn off my TV and it just does it so that's I, I don't know for me it just kind of removed the need to do any other kind of connection
0: oh but here's the thing i can say now i can say turn on the playstation
1: oh okay so you also connected your playstation
0: i can say turn on the like the built-in screen saver whatever you want to call it It has like the paintings yeah yeah, yeah. you know um i could do that uh you know I i can change all the inputs Nintendo Switch. Okay, whatever. that's interesting. So, in Some of the syntax is awkward. Like, I can't say, change the input to PlayStation. I have to say, turn on PlayStation oh. because PlayStation now is a Switch, like I said. Mm. And, like, the volume, I can either do as a Switch, like, turn on, I mean, turn volume up and volume down, or I can set it to be uh, considered a light and that you will have, like, the slider, you know, the HomeKit yeah. slider, um, which works okay, but then if you say, turn off the lights... <laughs> home is like oh the volume is a light so we will mute the tv
1: (laughs) oh wow Uh,
0: anyway you don't have to set it that way um you shouldn't but it was funny
1: (laughs) yeah that is that is pretty funny um oh also uh quick tip if you have the um the remote app on your iphone and you have the remote like up on the screen, you can use the volume up and down buttons on your phone to control the actual t- volume on your TV. Mm. And it works. <laughs> it's like pretty amazing. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I i think with the um, because the, you know, I'm not using the TV's native speakers, I'm using the Sono speaker. Um I, I feel like there's I have three or four different ways of controlling the actual volume of sound uh, yeah. coming out through the TV, through like the Apple TV's thing uh you know when something is playing the apple tv and then on your lock screen on your phone you have also the controls and also you have the buttons you know volume up and down Mm -hmm. those also work but i think it's through apple tv not through sonos and i can also just launch the sonos app and change the volume there you know there's like a million different ways of changing the volume which sometimes it gets it's too much sometimes i don't even know what's going (laughs) on
1: yeah but uh, honestly for me so far it's been working pretty great so yeah i'm relatively happy, happy on that front
0: you know what I feel like Sam will be also a good guest to have on that show, and where we're going to talk about true, automation. like
1: a, all about home automation oh stuff. My God. Maybe, maybe like in a month or so when I moved into the new place, that'd be interesting. Okay, I think I'll have like more stuff, or maybe like right as I've like, you know, I I'm making my like shopping guide. Maybe this is this is the episode is like what does Kevin need to get for the new apartment? <laughs> um, and I can make a list of all this this automation stuff i need
0: welcome to our new segment make kevin <laughs> spend more money
1: buy things yeah <laughs> it used to be make rafa spend money but <laughs> how have things changed
0: how the turntables that's a the office joke
1: you you've you've
0: changed man hey no i mean i can you, still hey, i just older. told you i'm gonna buy a home <laughs> pod, you, <know? laughs> you you just you you just uh, you know you're just like on a different level. Like, you know what? Pfft, home pause. I'm buy a house. Mm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like, damn it. You're on a different level. You changed. Well, yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Is this a show? I don't know. Um, I guess this is a show.
1: Okay. So let me tell you about repeat sponsor of the show, Future London Academy. So they're back on the show to tell us about their brand new executive program for design leaders. So what is it? This is a a year-long program for creative leaders. So it's five two-week modules that are in London and California. So you actually get to travel and go to the different locations. That curriculum is designed and delivered by the industry experts and leaders from innovative companies like amazon google and us too and it's based on their personal experience so you won't see or hear any boring like management professors that have never really managed a team like you're learning from the best like they kind of put together the best like avengers dream team uh, of people who really want to share their experience Um, and have a lot of experience to share. Um, It is not about the design craft, but it's about the strategy, the finance, the operations, as well as management, psychology, and leadership. Like for people in that kind of space, like for more senior uh, design leaders, this is exactly what we need. Um, So it helps senior creative people bridge the gap in their business knowledge so that they can communicate better with board members or CFOs or CEOs as well as better lead your team so it's inspired by Bauhaus which I think is really cool like they're, they're bringing Bauhaus back <laughs> um, and um, Bauhaus was a place where the best creative minds of that time uh, were working they were living they were sharing their ideas it was sort of like this great like collaborative space for working and learning uh and what they've done is they've created a place where this can happen today so don't feel like you you've missed out on on Bauhaus. like you can live the Bauhaus dream right now one thing that i think is is super awesome about this program and also all of the other programs that they're doing is that only 20 people are accepted Uh, So it's a super small group. And what's fun about this is you actually get to learn a lot from the people who attend the program with you. And frankly, like I've attended one of their programs before and I've met so many people that I now consider friends. Like we actually like see each other whenever we travel in our cities and everyone's coming from super different background, has super interesting experience. And to me, that really makes takes these um, these programs to the next level. And so what they're doing with this is they're selecting a super inspiring group of creative leaders from all around the world. So it will be like a great place. Again, and like if you want to forge, forge those relationships, um, like you'll know that these people are going to be really like great peers that can support you uh, in whatever you're doing. So uh I really encourage you to check it out. Like if you are at the stage where you you are a design leader, like you have been in the industry for a while and you feel like, Hey, I, I really want to take my career to the next level. Like don't see this as a conference. Like this is not a conference. This is way more than this. This is like an investment into your own career um, in building those relationships meeting like some of the world's best designers um, for a year long sort of experience with these five two-week modules. So where do you go to learn more? It's very simple. You go to Bauhaus.FutureLondonAcademy.co.UK. We'll have a link in the show notes. It'll be right at the top. So You don't have to, like, rush and and type it out. But just in case, it's bowhouse.futurelondonacademy.co.uk. Again, links are all in the show notes. So uh, our thanks to Future London Academy and their executive program for sponsoring this week's episode of Layout.
0: Yeah, this is the show. Because um, we were supposed to talk about, uh, I guess, not, not goals. Well, maybe goals. Whatever we want to do in 2020. Like any aspirations, any goals, any plans?
1: I want to do that for sure because I think this is going to be a really interesting conversation. And I think the January 1st sort of resolution... Mm-hmm thing is total bullshit like (laughs) we you can have set some goals for yourself at any point during the year and it's always relevant and personally i've listened to like a few other episodes where they talk about sort of their goals and their aspirations and i always find those interesting like i always find that it's like a good moment to self-reflect on how things have gone and just see Mm. like how what kind of changes do people want to make in their lives um so I think that would be interesting for our listeners and I don't know, I just kind of like talking about that stuff and I'm kind of curious to see like what you're thinking about, what's on your mind. So yeah, I think, I think it's a good topic. Do you
0: think we can do this in like 20 minutes tops? I don't
1: know. I feel like there's a lot we can talk about. We can like cut it short, but I don't know if it it's serving. I personally don't have a lot. Okay. Well, in that case, Sure. We can we can
0: Do you want me to start and get it out of the way and then we just fill the remaining <laughs> time with your goals?
1: Uh yeah, sure. Yeah, let's 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 go with that.
0: Cause my goals and aspirations, whatever you want to call it, for twenty twenty is to not have goals and aspirations. Uh, oh my god.
1: I mean not really, wow. and I feel like this is a cop out. But I
0: feel like twenty nineteen was the most intense year of my life um, both on like uh, personal front and also uh, career front I guess Um, at my job at Edelify 2019 was the year that I became a manager for the first time and I hired people like seriously for the first time and also when I stopped being a manager because I realized that was not me (laughs) and we shipped a bunch of stuff Uh, the team grew immensely and I just learned a lot and I I did a lot of new stuff that I wasn't uh, you know I wasn't uh comfortable with. So that I th- I feel like that was that was good. And also because the the, the company is growing and the company the business is expanding and all of that, I've been also just learning more about business and you know what what it is like to to run and grow a company and all of that, not just being a designer, a mm-hmm. uh person, but just just a you know tech person in the, this tech world, in this startup life um also then personally i moved freaking countries uh and i've made a lot of new friendships and new relationships Mm -hmm. uh out of necessity and out of just just pure you know luck and joy and i've I've made incredible friends um and i met a lot of people and i've started to learn a new language because i kind of (laughs) had to and i've it's just it was just so much probably too much because i've also got sick like i never had gotten you know this sick before and I've also learned that I was just getting a lot of I was just accumulating a lot of stress and anxiety that I I didn't even notice mm. it was you know creeping up on me and all of a sudden when I got sick I think my immune system just went down and crashed and <laughs> I was like all of this stuff just you know exploded. Uh, all of these <laughs> all this stress and anxiety just came out and it was it was a lot to deal with. Um so because <laughs> Because of that, uh, 20, 2020 it's a year that I just want to take it easy a little bit. I can't keep up with this pace, so I need to find that balance. And uh, I'm not going to move countries again, or at least I don't plan uh-huh. to. So I think that because that was a big one, so I think I can take it easier, uh, take it easy a little bit, and just uh, nurture and invest in these relationships and friendships that I made uh, last year. Um, I'm really just I'm curious and, and excited to see where they can go and. Um. Whatever, and 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 then uh, I want to do something that I said uh, I was going to do last year, but uh, couldn't couldn't get to it. It's because I moved to such a central like hub mm. in Europe, like geographically in Europe. The Netherlands is very central in a way that's very easy to just take the train and go anywhere. Like Belgium is right yeah. here, <laughs> Germany is right here, and there's a lot of so other does. countries that I haven't been. So I'm gonna try to. Not just like make big trips, but maybe, you know, take a long weekend and just, you know, get on a train and go somewhere, explore the Netherlands, explore mm. Europe. Um, so that's it. When it comes to like career and job at Netlify, I don't have any big plans for this year. Um, I'm still trying to, we're going to have uh, the all hands uh, in a couple of weeks. So I guess <laughs> that's where we're going to plan the year i'm also excited this is to getting real specific <laughs> i know but uh when it comes to side side projects i just want to say that this is mark my words this is the freaking year where i should break break to safe too ah. i've been i've been making good progress like really good progress um, <laughs> don't jinx it <laughs> no for, seriously i have yeah i don't want to jinx it damn it but I, I have working prototypes. It's all built with SwiftUI. I bo- I have both Ooh. the watch app and the iOS Where's app. Where's my test uh, flight? It's 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 coming soon. It's coming soon. Uh, give me right. more than a couple months. Um, <laughs> but this is your and now I got a really uh, like a really exciting other side project. Uh, Deborah came up with the idea and I was like, huh,
1: hmm,
0: and I just kept you know. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil. It. I'm not going to spoil it. But <sighs>
1: can, I've been. Can you tell I, me.
0: Maybe one day. But I'm really uh, proud of myself because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to work on it before I ship the other side projects. Mm-hmm, so it's like extra motivation yeah. to ship the other stuff because I really want to work on this uh, new app idea. So, um, so yeah, again, no big plans, no ambitious plans. I just want to just want to take it a bit easy uh, and ship the stuff I'm working on already. <laughs> ship more.
1: Nice. Well, yeah. it's like those are completely opposite goals, right see <laughs> taking it uh, easy and shipping more is, oh how do you reconcile both of these things
0: like don't stress over it like uh I said break the safe is uh, it's it's almost like the, the the hard part is done well again, <laughs> knock on wood, whatever I feel like it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's it's defined you know it's I know what it is I know what it takes uh, and, and I'm making good progress towards that uh it's not whatever because i whatever <laughs> i feel like it's it's an easy one it's an easy one to to accomplish i had a previous uh, go i i really wanted to ship this before the holidays cuz a lot of people buy apple watches during the holidays mm-hmm. and i know this because i have a lot more people downloading the old version and uh, uh. emailing me about bugs i, I know <laughs> so but um i don't know i th- i think it's it's different things it's just like this sh- the anxiety and stress you put on yourself mm.
1: um what do you what do you feel like brought on the most anxiety for you last was year? It's
0: wanting to do all of this stuff but not giving myself a framework or a, the space to do it like it just wasn't compatible to do all of those things and still remain sane i believe mm. um probably for a lack of experience, but all of these, like, uh, more personal stuff, like moving countries, and, like, so I had to set yeah, up a company in the Netherlands. and, and I think so to, much
1: of your time. Yeah,
0: all of that stuff, it was something that I didn't really plan for. I, they, it, it requires more energy than I thought it would, or yeah. at least that I planned for. Um, and so I just felt guilty the whole year for not being able to do all the things I wanted to do. Um, so... Uh, I think I'm gonna. I'll do better this year. Mm. About that,
1: I guess. that's okay. You okay. you did enough. <laughs> that's good. Thanks, buddy. Don't have to apologize. Yeah.
0: What about you? Let's let's hear it. How are you?
1: Okay. Um, I think we're like. It, it's so interesting. I find like. Um, doing this show, it, it, it's so funny how like oftentimes like we won't like talk to each other about something, but then like arrive at like be in a similar spot in life. Um, and I don't know if it's because we're like sort of influencing each other or just kind (laughs) of like similar types of personalities in that sense where we're kind of sort of overachiever type people who like want to try to do more and more and also often fall short of (laughs) what we would want to accomplish. But, um, but, yeah, so, like, for me, the first step of, you know, figuring out what I want to do this year is look at the past year and see what have I done? How are have these things turned out? Am I happy with these? Am I not happy with them? Like, you know, how do I where do I stand there? Uh, so it starts with the past. So I would really encourage, like, if any, anyone's like thinking of kind of following along and setting up their own sort of goals, like try to take a moment and sit down and like write up, like write down everything that you've like gone through, that you've done, that you feel like you've accomplished. Um, as well as the the things that you feel like, Hey, actually I didn't accomplish that. Like that's a, that's a goal I had set for myself last year and I didn't get to it. So for me, uh, first off work wise, um, I actually went from working on only sort of like the checkout team to working on so many different projects. Um, I really like expanded my scope on what I do and I've like worked a lot with the, um, one of our arrive app, uh, which is basically like the, um, it's like a package tracker, uh, for iphone and, and android um and i helped there this was my first opportunity to lead a uh like an other lead basically <laughs> <laughs> so i was kind of like one step removed so it's kind of really interesting to get to share my experience as a lead with someone else who's new in a leadership role um kind of finding ways to like have influence sort of like through that person and also like i don't know it just like was it really interesting learning experience um that also led me to a an experience that i will remember for my entire life probably uh where i got to go do a special project for an unnamed company in california <laughs> um that was like Super, super magical that, unfortunately, I can't talk about, but was so cool. Uh, and, like, yeah. the the young designer inside of me was, like, could not believe it. Um, I've also um, launched a brand-new product that is Shopify Email. We've talked about it a little bit um, briefly, like, when it came out. Um, but it's been, like, a brand-new product that I've worked on since the very beginning that I like poured my heart and soul into like the strategy for how we're going to create this compelling product in a space that feels really crowded and feels like it has a lot of baggage. And despite that, we've been able to to be like, Hey, actually we don't think it's been done right yet. Like we think there's Mm -hmm. space for us to create something new and something different that will really solve our users real problems and make a difference for their business and their life. Um, and like had the freedom to kind of like build my dream team of people to work with. And it's been like, just so amazing to see like the trust between everyone and just see like how much we've been able to accomplish like, and, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, match and exceed our vision and I feel like that was like one of the best you know feeling you get at, at work ever I think for me is like feeling like the work we're doing now is like the best work I've ever done like in my entire career like all of and it's like for me it's like checkout's been like a big thing like a big like impactful moment where That's you awesome. know, everyone saw me as like the designer check the checkout designer or whatever but this feels bigger to me. Like if the level of depth of thought that we're having here and I'm like, I'm not just talking about myself, but I'm talking about like everyone on the team, it's just been like really, really solid. And like, we've been able to do more than just kind of like, you know, cause oftentimes like you have the best intentions and you just kind of end up doing sort of an MVP and yeah. that's kind of it. Uh, but we've been able to like go above and beyond on like things I mean, I won't talk about, but like things that we're like (laughs) applying for patents for and stuff like that, like that are actually sort of moving the needle and like pushing things into new directions. Um, and I'm really super proud of that. And like, I definitely like have so much more that I want to be sharing about this project. Um, like there's just so many learnings there that we've had. One thing that's been cool for me is like, it's helped me identify a couple things. things. Um, one is like, help, it, it's helped me see like where I can have the best impact. So like one thing I realized is I've actually like been on the checkout team for a really long time. And I think it was really time for me to move on to a new project. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of this Weird, like scary thing at first, where it was like, Oh, like you know, I know I'm decent at my job at checkout because it's what I've been doing for so long. How will I do in this new environment? Like, yeah. will I still be good? Like, this, like, like am, all, things am I work? only
0: good as a checkout designer, or am I actually kind of, yeah. a designer that can you know succeed in different teams? Yeah, and it's like a totally
1: products. different environment, yeah. Um, and the answer has been yes, and also it's like. Hey, I feel like I'm actually better <laughs> in this role than I That's was great. in the previous role, right? That it's like renewed something in me of like that sort of more fresh perspective and like rethinking things um, that I really appreciate. I've also like discovered a lot of this is the kinds of, of projects uh, and of teams that I really love and I really like. Um, so I'm like, okay like now I know like what kind of projects I need to to look at and which projects can allow me to have like the most impact. Uh, and that's something that I'll be like taking with me in 2020 2021 of like every time I'm like thinking about project, like I've been, I find that like throughout 2019 it's been like kind of this journey of, I don't know, like it sounds a bit like, wishy-washy but like of like getting to know myself better in that aspect of like i'm actually like really comfortable that not all projects are gonna be projects for me mm-hmm. like there's gonna be a lot of projects that i like i'm like yeah like i believe in it like that's cool that makes sense and yet it's it's not gonna be a project where I sh- that i should work on and I'm just like, I know now I know what I, that is. And I'm not willing to just like jump into something for the hell of it. I'm like, no, like these are the kinds of problems that I'm interested in. And this is where I want to go with my career, which I felt for a while. I kind of was a little bit lost there. Like, interesting. it's like I had you know, been a designer and like grown there and then became a better designer and then started managing people. And it's like, Oh, and then I wanted to do talks and then I did talks. And then, then I was kind of in this weird spot where it's like, okay, so where do I go now? Like, what do I do? Not to say that I've accomplished everything, but like there's a feeling of like the plan, the plan I had, I've like executed. And now it's like, now what?
0: Yeah. I'm just curious about one thing that you said there. Um, I'm curious what what do you feel like uh what metrics qualify a problem as like something you want to work on or not is it just the problem itself is it like the team is it just the impact maybe that problem will have in the overall company or product or whatever like what what is the thing that you feel like is make it or break it for yeah, you Yeah
1: so there's there's a lot of different factors so the first one obviously is the problem itself um and for me, it's like I will be very sort of critical of problems. Like I don't want to try to solve something that doesn't need to be solved. Like mm-hmm. I really need to like buy into why this is a problem and like deeply understand that at like at my core of like this is something that's important. Um, I also know that that's some. I and again, like it's it's hard to talk about these things without feeling like duh but maybe when you say it but like (laughs) i want to i i want to work on things that like are sort of critical to the the business in some kind of way Mm -hmm. like i don't like for example i mean i don't know how much i can like talk about these things but um but i feel like there is in the like sort of lifespan of a product i think there are some key moments that are like sort of make or break kind of moments and i feel like that's where i like am the can be the most impactful for the so like for, for example it's like you know we did the big checkout redesign like many many years ago and i was part of that and it was like bringing so much like thinking and research and and turning that into something but then the the work of sort of operating and slowly kind of improving and you know uh the like kind of constant iteration of like the design system of checkout Mm. and these kinds of things which are like you know, interesting problems. Like if you're into that, go for it. You know, this is super interesting. And I think, you know, our checkout team's doing good stuff. Um, and like the very like nuanced sort of like how, where can we find like little improvements here that will end up having a big difference. I feel like that's less what what I want to do. Like I'm, I'm more valuable and more interested in things that are like, okay, we're doing something new or, were committed to making a big change like there's i mean and i think that's probably true for everyone who works in tech where like you'll be working on a product and there are things where you see like that maybe it's not even new but where you're like there's a lot of things that i would love to fix in this area that i would love Mm. to do and so i want to i want to be on projects that like the senior stakeholders can recognize that that hey Yes, like this something needs to change here and to have like a f- full buy-in on like I will come in. I won't just make thing like tweak things a little bit and and run things. I will completely change how this is done. You go for um, the high impacts. That's what I'm trying. But Complete I find that high of- I find that high impact like saying like, "Oh, I'm looking for high impact problems." is so sort of like condesc- condescending because I think like you can have really high impact in different types of problems as well. Um, but it's just for me, that's how I have the most impact. Yeah.
0: You're, you're like in deep a sense thinking of problems, not just surface level or
1: maybe patching up. Yeah. Like more. I'm having a hard time like kind of putting the finger on it. Like, so I'm I'm a lot less of a like one thing I've discovered is like I'm a lot less of a platform person. Like for example like I'll, I'll name it like design system for example. Like I'm not really a design system person. Like I maybe maybe I will like, you know, <laughs> get banned from like the design circles or whatever. But like you know, like design system fine. Like go for it. I'm <laughs> i ex- I get excited. I no, but I get excited about what people going to actually do with that design system. I'm more interested in building the features that I am in designing, like how the button looks like for other designers to use, and make sure the components yeah. are well named, right? Like that is fair. And but it's like, is it more impactful or, or less impactful than than working on the system? Right. right. It's like, well, the people who work on the system actually, like, do end up impacting, like, all of the users all of the time. And, like, it's super important work and someone has to do it. Like, I don't think there's, like, a one thing is better than the other. Um, But I've actually found, like, for me, it's, like, I need to really, like, be bought into what that problem is and have, like, the the trust and and confidence that it's, like, we will let Kevin go and do his thing. And I don't want to do conventional things. And, like, I... I'm a person that's pretty direct. <laughs> so like sometimes if I feel like something's not working, like I will say it and I will like make things go and make changes. So yeah, I guess I'm at this point in my, my career, I want to, I want to rock the boat a little bit, <laughs> I guess. Um, cause that's, what's exciting for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I also like a second, another thing that I know is like, I, I'm trying to do as little as possible uh, travel <laughs> for work, which is <laughs> funny. Cause I just like came from back yeah. from Toronto, but, <laughs> um, but you know, like there's been a time where I used to have to go and travel very often. Um, and I just don't want to do that. <laughs> that is like, I'm so I want to work with local teams as much as possible. Like I just find that I thrive on that, like direct in-person interaction so much more than remotely. And again, that's, that's probably not a strength. Like that's probably a weakness on my, on my part, <laughs> but I'm kind of like accepting that at least for now that I'm like, this is just how it is. Uh, and maybe there's a point in my life where I'll be like, Hey, this is something I, I actually need to like improve on and, and change. And at that time I will, but for now I'm kind of like, you know, I feel like I have enough things that I want to accomplish that this is uh, something I'm able to say, hey, let's limit any like kind of remote sort of situations. Hot takes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, come at me, I guess. <laughs> um, but like, it's totally not me saying like, this is, you know, this is wrong. This is bad. No, this no, is whatever. No. Like, But like, I've realized and I used to be, I guess, maybe I'm more extrovert of an extra right now, but like I use, I used to be like so fine, like being kind of on my own and like doing my things now. Like I, I swear to God, like if I am at home for one day and I don't go out, I don't feel happy. Look at like, you. Like I don't feel happy. Like I feel like, what have I done? Like where has my day gone? Right. Um, but wow. this, but like on the other hand, it's like when you travel all the time, It's kind of like, I don't know. It's hard to say. It's like, you're not really living your life. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm like (laughs) creating something here. Like where it's like, I have my friends, I have like things outside of work. And when, if you travel all the time for work, I find that work becomes your life. Like everything is sort of centered around that. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I've been a, a bit more comfortable saying like, no, like I can't go to this other city because i have my friend's birthday dinner <laughs> you know on on one day and so sorry i won't be able to make it instead of always being that person who's like oh i'm so sorry like i won't be able to like come like oh uh, yeah like i gotta travel for work or whatever and and being comfortable and saying like hey actually no like my life takes priority here and yeah. like you know if if that doesn't work for you like totally get that right like i like that means i should probably work with teams that are more local because i'm not willing to make some of these trade-offs anymore and like i don't think like i don't want people to like listen to this and feel like oh my gosh like shopify is like trying to make people travel all the time and like not have a life like that's could not be further from the truth like it's been like super well received and like it's, it's really not like over the top, but I feel like maybe I'm extra sensitive to it. Like I, like, I'm sure like many of our listeners, like probably travel a lot more than I do than I do for work. But, uh, but for me, it's just like, yeah, like I, it, what I always say is traveling for work is fun the first two times. <laughs> and then after that, you're just kind of like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's just like, that's part of life. Um, so yeah, um, yeah that is kind of under the segment of the kinds of things that I know I want and the kinds of things that I know I don't want.
0: That's good. I think as we, as we grow older and more experienced in life, I think the, the initial like years, especially in your career are more defining and you're trying to, you're trying to do as much as you can and, and like define yourself and who you are as a, as a professional and, but as a person and, trying to do all that and then there's like a turning point somewhere and it's not it changes from life to life but you start to come to terms with who you are and not trying to fight it or define it like you already know and so you
1: yeah or not or not feel like you have to prove anything to someone else and just be like i'm comfortable with who i am i think to me that's that's it's more about that because it's not like i didn't know I think it's just that like before it's like you kind of feel like you want to sort of put on sort of either this persona or this like trying to like something I I talk a lot about is like, uh, you know, being a superhero (laughs) of like I could like do this like super intense thing where I like I go for a day and then I come back and then like my flight lands and then I Uber straight to this other place to do this thing. And then the next day I'm taking this train to go to this other, place. like I could, that's a life I could have and I could do all the things I want to do, but it's not because I can do that, that I should uh, yeah. and being comfortable with saying, with saying that.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Like in the beginning you might try to do that because you think a, you think, you should or be you really want to, but then you just start to understand better, like what actually is important to you and what you want to spend your energy uh, on. And that might be, that is probably not all about work, you know, like uh, you get more confident uh, with work and you become way more intentional about your time. And you just want to make sure that everything you do is something that is positive for you uh, and not just for this person or this persona you're, you're trying to be um i think a very b- classic example that i see happening with a lot of people uh is if you're an introvert i think you are used to feeling guilty and bad for not going out enough or not doing you know not going to enough meetups and meeting more people than you could or should and then there's a point where you know what no like i know <laughs> that is just that is just expensive when it comes to energy and it's something that i shouldn't do you know um right yeah
1: I, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um yeah totally cool i mean um that's 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 healthy (laughs) you know yeah i mean i'm trying trying (laughs) um so and beyond that like i also had so many things outside of work like i Wrote a brand new talk that I that I did um, twice, I believe, so far, and then mm-hmm. I will be like doing this talk again a couple times this year, nice. I think. Trying to like plan some stuff out there. Um, I also like hosted uh, one of our like internal UX conference at work. Um, like Montreal Design Clubs, like grown so much. It's been the second year where we've been running events every single month. Plus, we've done workshops and we've done some photo walks like we've grown so much and we've done so many things um uh and then on top like having layout and stuff like that and oh I think like <laughs> yeah that little thing uh-huh. um but I think like something I also saw like at, towards the end of the year is like <laughs> I just felt exhausted
0: <laughs> yeah man
1: <laughs> from a lot of it it's just like no. <laughs> I and that's something I mean I guess it's like. to talk about is this on a podcast, but like, um, you know, this is, this is our show. Like this is, we're being like super honest with our listeners. And I think that's why, that's why people want to listen to this show. But, um, I've had a feeling at some point that I was like, I feel like I'm empty. (laughs) Like I've, I poured out like everything that Um. I have inside of me. Like I've given it all To the world, right? And now there's not a lot left in there that hasn't been shared, that hasn't been talked about, that hasn't been public, that is just... Yeah, like, there's, it's like an empty well. Like, there's no more water in there to, like, pull from, right? And it's, like, it's this weird feeling for someone who does a podcast, who organizes all these events, does all these things Mm -hmm. that all, like, so much, so, like, rely on me as a person like in a way like even though you know obviously i'm just one half of this podcast and like i have so many like i have co-founders for montreal design club and i have so many other people who help us um run the events and bringing their ideas and stuff but like there's still a very much like an element of like me inside of all these things um yeah and i think like while like last year was just Like, looking back, was just me, like, going at, like, 200% into all the things that I do. Um, And just, like, being like, how do I take this to the max? Like, how do I push this as far as possible, as big as possible, like, the most, right? Every, like, pretty much everywhere. Um, And, yeah, so now here I am. And I feel like, wow, like, I don't have a lot left in me how do i keep going i can
0: totally relate i I just want to add to that Uh, by the way same hashtag same completely uh (laughs) yeah some people do come to me and i'm sure you know come to you uh, go to you and say uh, how do you do all these things and whatever yeah all the time (laughs) first to me doesn't feel like it's like a lot of things because i just I know I am aware of all the other stuff that I want to do, and I don't. So what I currently do is like not as much as what I wish (laughs) could thought want to do. So some people on the outside look at what I do and say that's a lot. For me, it's like this is not as much as it could, and it's Mm -hmm. so it feels like you know it's like a negative. But I I don't think I've ever like expressly I think I've ever said this out loud. Definitely not into a microphone, but like almost every week where we do have to record and then I'll have to edit and then Kevin will post it, pretty much every week uh I think like, oh, I don't want to do it. Or like, <laughs> do we have to? Um I also think every every week, like, heck yeah, I'm excited to do it. Like, heck yeah, I love this. But like, it's not, you know, there's always the two sides of the coin. I do live with the, I'm so happy to do layout in all these side projects and I'm so happy to do it. But I always live with the other side of like, this is too much. I'm just tired. Like this is not feasible. Why do, why do people even listen to this? Like why, why? It doesn't matter. So I just live with these, both of these realities constantly all at the same time and they fluctuate like a week i'm more Mm -hmm. you know more negative and another week i'm more positively excited but feeling tired and feeling like defeated and feeling like you you don't want to like feeling lazy like all Mm -hmm. of that is part of it it's healthy yeah and you shouldn't feel like if you feel this then i am certainly you know not built to do side projects, not built to have a recurring uh, project that you do every week or whatever. Like these realities happen, like exist at the same time. And I feel like it's mm-hmm. it's healthy to just, you know, say it out loud and let people know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's like, it's kind of putting, as soon as you put the finger on something, that's when you can start to sort of address it mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Um. So like, to me, like that was kind of a big re- realization of, hey, I feel like I'm doing so much and I bi- am I feel like busy all the time, but I actually don't feel like I'm being engaged. And I think that's that sort of relates to the previous topic of like, I feel like I'm a, my best when I'm trying to create something that's new and fresh and that is I feel excited about then that I just, it just doesn't feel like I, something I have to do that's like repetitive. Um, so to me, it was clear coming into this year that I need to do less, like, like, big time I need to do less I need to create space and have time like um I listened to actually maybe I'm doing spoilers for my recommendation but there's a really good episode of the Tim Ferriss podcast with um Tony Fidel uh where he talks about like interesting uh you need to get bored basically (laughs) like when's the last time that you were bored I like it's I, I don't know about you but like I am the kind of person who I hate being bored. Like I hate it so much that I do everything in my power to never be bored. Um but I kind of like need to embrace try like this year this is my challenge like try to embrace boredom a little bit. <laughs> a little bit because this is what's going to like recharge me and give me that energy to have that space to like actually look at things with a fresh perspective like it doesn't mean cancel all the things and like you know i'm starting everything over again no but i think it's like this sort of probably like a burnouty kind kind of feeling mm-hmm. of like all the things that i used to like and love and brought me a great deal of energy it seems like i can't see that anymore or I don't see it in the same way. And I, my brain, I know that that's not true. That's not how I feel about this. But that's the, the space I'm at right now. It's like I'm wearing like, you know, like if you wear like sunglasses indoors and everything feels dark. It's like I know it's not dark inside, but it's just that I'm wearing these sunglasses. So like I need to do that work and figure things things out and make some changes in my life that is just going to make things more sustainable. Like, cause I think I try, like I tried to push things to the limit and now I'm like, okay, like, cause for the longest time, like I would not have a limit. I'd be like, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm doing this blog, I do this thing. And then it's like, Oh, then do a podcast cool. Great. Yeah. This is fun. Let's do a podcast, do a podcast. Oh, like let's do some events. Okay, cool. Great. And I can just do, do, do all these things. And it's like, yeah, never been really a problem. And this year it was like, okay, let's see where that limit is. And then I saw it. Like I really (laughs) saw that, that, that it's like this line of like, and I know like if I ever cross this line, forget it. Like, everything breaks like mm-hmm. n- like this is, and i feel like for for the longest time like this idea of sort of bur- burnout like has been kind of abstract to me <laughs> in mm. a way of like oh yeah like people talk about it i know that it's like n- n- not questioning <laughs> not question it not questioning that it, like whether it's real or not like right. some people do like no 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 like i'm like yeah like i totally believe you like but it's just I don't know what it is. Like right. I, it's like this thing that like just some people have and it's like, Oh God, thank God I don't have this. Like, I guess I don't like, I don't, don't, right. don't even know. Like I remember like asking some people like, so how do you feel? Like, what is, <laughs> what is it? Like, how's it like, you know, <laughs> how, how do you know? Um, but like, I actually saw this and I feel like I'm, I stayed on the right, the correct side of this line. Like I didn't, I never crossed over right. to the other Everyone side. Over, That's good. But I but I got real close you got a, you gotta
0: you gotta pick a peek you got a hint of like
1: yeah and a then sneak I'm like peek oh. of what it would look like I'm like I'm like oh okay that is mm-hmm. what it's like mm-hmm. and it's no good like I don't want it like I don't want to go there right mm-hmm. and so it's like this is for me like the number one goal of like I need to make things more sustainable like optimize for happiness not try to prove anything to other people. Cause who the hell cares about this? Like it was also like, uh, I mean, it wasn't like a crisis or anything for me, but like, um, I I think like a big part of this is like just how much we tie our identity to the stuff we make, like the stuff we do. It's like, who am I? If I'm not like the guy that has a podcast and a million side projects and organizes these events. Right. It's like, it's kind of that feeling, but it's like, yeah. no, like I am a valuable person and I have, I am worthy, even <laughs> if I don't do any of these things. Like I don't have to, and I'm still fine and I'm still the same person. And if you found me interesting when I was doing these things, you should find me interesting when I don't, right? Like, um, And so I think that's something that maybe some people can relate with of like feeling like, Okay, these things define me, but they don't have to, I think. And and we can distance distantiate ourself from all of these things that kind of now f- like can feel like a huge pressure. And so for me it's not stopping everything. It's not like, you know, being very brutal about any of this, but it's slowly becoming more okay with with like what I you know that I'm giving my, my maximum and then, and no more. Right. Like, um, so for Montreal design club, like we're just kind of like right now, like we didn't plan another, uh, other events like for this year yet. Um, I'm just kind of in a moment of like a wait and see sort of period of just let me like, just relax a little bit, like get some space, get some distance. Also rethink about what our goals are. Like, what our mission and what our purpose is. Because I feel like when you get, like, often you get caught into, like, the day-to-day sort of, okay, got to put it together, another event, another event, another event. That you sort of lose sight of, why did we do this in the first place? Like, for us, it was to really, like, create these connections with people. Um, and like what I'm seeing now is, does this have to be the only way, like, is this the only way we we can make connections with people? Like maybe not, like maybe there are some different things that, that could achieve this, that would require less of me as a person, yeah. um, to be able to achieve. Um, so like a second thing that I'm, I don't know, I actually, I don't know if it's second, <laughs> I've been just talking about a bunch of stuff, but like another thing uh, that I know uh, is like, I just, I'm trying to eliminate deadlines as much as possible from mm-hmm. like my life. <laughs> Cause that's been something, if you organize events, deadlines rule your life. Um, and it's just not healthy. Like there's, there's something that's a really bad I find about psychologically, like never being done that. It's like, I I need like, I need endpoints, But I don't want, like, I want to try to avoid as much as possible, like, the commitment of, like, promising something by a certain time. Um, And I think that's, like, I've, like, swung the pendulum so far, like, from where I was a couple years ago where, like, I don't know if you remember, I had, like, my year of shipping where I was, like, I wanted to, like, do as much stuff as possible. And it's, like, now I'm, like, I need to not promise anything really um and, and really just have things come out whenever they mm-hmm. they are ready mm-hmm. right like that is the beautiful idea mm-hmm. um and then the last but i think sort of mo- most important thing for me this year and how i will kind of know i think this is like part of i don't know if you call it like a healing process or whatever but like i need to do things for the first time is like a way that I've been thinking about it. I need to do something that I, I'm terrible at and that I've I've never done that has low stakes, no world importance or anything that is just for me that I haven't really gotten to do yet. So for Why, me, I though? think...
0: What about it? To, to okay. feel... Okay, so to feel like so,
1: so one thing that I felt this like in 2019 is like I took all of the stuff that I'm like, quote unquote, good at, that I've built up, that I've been doing for a long time. Like I've, I didn't really add anything that new, like in 2019, I just pushed all the skills that I have to the maximum. And I feel like, like in this, in the way that I'm like, I feel like I'm quote unquote, like empty, like the, the well has run run dry or whatever kind of metaphor you want to use. That's because like, I, at least maybe that's the way that I see it of like for any kind of thing you do, either you like basically, uh, have stuff like, uh, exit from you or enter you in a way, Wait, Input this is uh, yeah, kind of like where it's like, I felt like I what, used all of my knowledge, all my skills, all my experience and turn that into like, result, which is, like, the podcast, which is the events, which is the whatever. But then I didn't, like, I didn't get any input, like, any new stuff that I consumed. So, for example, like, the easier way to say this is, like, um, it's, like, say you're someone who writes books, right? It's, like, you can be, like, okay, this, like, that year I, like, wrote a book. But then how many books have you read yourself, right? And And I feel like... You can you can write books all you want, like for many years. But at some point, you're going to need to gather new information yourself because like you're going to run out of things that to say, like where where do you get information? Like it just doesn't come out of thin air and it can come out through experience
0: and your yeah,
1: I need to like learn new things. Right. that I've haven't done but like I definitely know that it's like the things that I'm looking at is is sort of taking like a pottery class or whatever or like learning how to do screen printing or or, right. or something like this that is just like a fun hobby that I'm learning something for the first time that I kind of suck at that doesn't have like any sort of clear direct sort of uh, business-y type of outcome. That I'm just doing something for fun that I'm learning that I'm terrible at that is giving me maybe a new perspective on life or like, I mean, this sounds like a big deal, but, you know, or just like something new and exciting for me to learn about and be curious about. Like, I need to be curious about something, I guess. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm I'm wishing for myself in, in <laughs> 2020. Do you have any plans? Um, any,
0: you mentioned pottery like, or...
1: Well, so step one is like, (laughs) I'm trying to be like very like kind of disciplined about these things is step one of having too much on your plate and being busy is you need to clear out the decks, like, right. Like you need to like stop things and I need to give myself some time to just rest and do nothing. So that's step one is like, get to a point where I can be bored. Um, so that will create the mental space for me to be like, be like, get really excited about something. Um, and then when that time comes, then I'm going to, yeah, find some kind of class or something like, I'm pretty sure I want to do something with my hands, um, and something creative. So what that is, I don't know yet. We will see. Um, and maybe I will talk about it. Maybe I will talk about it on the podcast (laughs) when that does, but Yeah
0: okay dude this is getting way way too long uh it feels like it's going to be an exciting year not as in like how many projects we're going to ship but more of like uh you know it's an introspective like self-healing self-growth year and i can't wait to see uh who we are uh, you know in a year
1: yeah and for me it's doing less but better and Mm -hmm. building the right kind of foundation for the next step like for a sustainable
0: you know still productive exciting full life yeah but sustainable yeah,
1: exactly because yep
0: like, yeah 2019 that was not sustainable <laughs> cool okay uh this is way too long i'm still considering i was putting this into two episodes who knows um, oh really <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh do I you have there,
1: it is sort of two episodes yeah I get, right
0: i just it's just but a... i
1: don't know if i have two recommendations
0: <laughs> yeah no i won't uh i just don't know how to make like a nice enough transition so hey if you're listening to this this is two episodes so you're welcome next week you I'm don't not. have to listen like it's done you know you're already ahead
1: you did uh, it <laughs> <laughs>
0: do you have recommendations kevin Before we go Still I, it.
1: I do so i already men- kind of mentioned it so yeah. s- spoiler alert but i'll i'll have a link in the show notes so this is an interview on the Tim Ferriss podcast, which I don't really listen either. Like, that's kind of similar to last week I had another podcast. I was that's like, true. I haven't listened to any of the episodes except this one. So, But this one is good. Um, so people who don't know Tony Fidel, um, he was sort of the executive in charge of the iPod and worked on iPhone and uh, uh, was the CEO of Nest before it got sold to Google. And now he's doing... Like, sort of investing and, like, thinking a lot about sustainability um, and, like, recycling and plastic and all these kinds of things. Uh, so, he, he had a, what I found was, like, a super interesting episode um, just kind of talking through, like, his path and kind of his philosophy uh on things and how he got to where he is um i think it's super great listen so i would recommend it um also i guess like a secondary recommendation there is um uh do you know patrick uh, Collison? the um i don't know if that's how you pronounce it but uh the uh, ceo of stripe
0: uh, sure
1: anyways <laughs> he has a page on his website um that's it's like i think it's like Let's see. It's like slash fast or whatever. Um, and he's coll- been, been collecting, like, some of the, like, great achievements, um, whether it's in tech or in, in different, like, other industries, um, of things, like, things that we take for granted today that have happened super quickly. Um, and so the iPod is, is one of them, and, like, sort of, Tony Fidel sort of contributed his Element of like the the timeline for this. Uh but yeah, like iPod, the first one came together in just a few months, right? (laughs) It's it's super impressive. Um so I'll have a link to that as well so you can check out like the full list. Uh lots of interesting products in there.
0: In this period of uh new year, new resolutions, new habits, all that. Uh I'm recommending an iOS app called Food Noms um, Hmm. by developer Ryan Ashcraft uh and this is just the the nicest looking uh nutrition tracker like you can track your you know your meals and you'll have like calorie counts and you can also add caffeine and water and all of that but this is not new there's a you know also you can scan like the barcode of products whatever uh and it'll pull in the calories and the nutrition uh labels and stuff but the selling point of this is just it's finally the first uh app of this type that looks really good looks really <laughs> native like this could very much be or maybe it should be uh part of the health app if the health right. app made sense um <laughs> it's it's really good so i do i'm not even using it that a lot like i just i just have a really hard time sticking to to this this habit of you know uh, tracking my meals and calories. Uh but it's something I want to. And if there's something that I, you want to, having a nice looking app that just feels good on iOS <laughs> that will probably help. Cuz in the past I used like Lifesum and some of those apps is just crazy. So this it's very it's made by one single developer, indie developer. Uh, there's an in-app purchase for like more features and you can support the developer and it looks great, integrates with HealthKit, so you know, all the good stuff. Uh check it out. It's it's free, but then like I said, there's, like, in app purchase to unlock more goodies.
1: I just downloaded it. It's really good.
0: Boom, 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 boom. Cool. Okay. This is it. What a long show. Um, <laughs> episode 160. That's uh, a fun one, though. You can follow us on Layout FM uh, on Twitter. I mean, <laughs> it's midnight, <so>. here. <laughs> you can follow us on twitter at layoutfm i am at Rafahari, kevin is at vernal cake you can find the show notes and uh, links to all the stuff in our website that's layout.fm uh, designed and built by kevin and it was updated not that long ago i rewrote uh, kevin yep. rewrote the whole site using gatsby and it's on netlify um are not a sponsor but uh you know the, check it out uh also we're part of the Spec FM network if you're looking for more shows and stuff to listen to uh, do so Uh, if you're into this kind of stuff like this uh, you know, uh, goals and plans for the new year um, I recommend you also listen to Design Details they did something similar Um, I I don't don't think it's the most recent episode but you know recent episode, go check it out, you'll find it, I trust you Um, check it out, Design Details Uh, friend of the show, uh, Brian and Marshall and friends of the hosts (laughs) IRL friends (laughs) It's late.